Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pisano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday night segment of The Outer Realm. We are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful city of New Orleans. We are fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee who have been a part of The Outer Realm journey since pretty much the very beginning, uh, at least of our New Orleans adventure. So thank you, thank you. We appreciate you so much. Also, big thank you to Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, a.k.a. Justin Snicker, for his contribution of our intro and our outro. It is his music you hear, his voice you hear, the whole nine yards. So you can find his music anywhere that good music can be found, especially if you're a fan of Halloween horror and sci-fi, dark wave electronic music, and he is a winning composer of all these genres. So check him out. Also, thank you to Steve McGinnis, the artist behind the artwork of The Outer Realm. So again, big thank you. You can find him on Instagram and Facebook. Get yourself a commission piece or check out what he's got. Also, amazing horror artist who's got phenomenal stuff. So go seek him out. Tonight, The Outer Realm's going back to its roots. And we had to welcome back um, our very dear friend and my colleague, Jack Kenna. You guys will probably know him from uh, Haunted Case Files and Paranormal Survivor, amongst other uh, productions. So we're going to get to have a little reunion, catch up, and uh, see what he's been up to. And it may just not be what you think. Ha! But you didn't see that coming. So here we go. Jack, how's it going? Hey! How's it going? I like saying that. Jack. Michelle, it's so great to see you again. I haven't seen you in two minutes. I know, 10 minutes. I know, I know, right? Hey, Doreen. Actually, we I haven't know. seen each other in a very long time. We haven't seen each other. No, it's true. Time. When was the yeah. last time you were here? You were here. Uh, oh, my God. It was probably 2018. Yeah. It has been. It was before the pandemic. Yeah, it was before the pandemic. It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. That was. It doesn't seem like that long ago. A whole world away, wasn't it? So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. A lifetime ago. Yeah. Half a lifetime. Half a lifetime. As Wayne. Uncle Jack. There's Wayne. Hey, we got We got Wayne out there. We gotta. We gotta. I gotta come back up, and we gotta go do some metal detecting. Yes, you better do it quick too, because well, you'll have you'll have a little bit of time for sure in the beginning. We can go someplace. I know what's going on. You told me I, I I'm gonna miss your place though. I know. Even though I was only there once, I'm gonna miss it. Yeah. It's it is really it is a really unique uh, location for sure. Great to see you, Jack. There we go. 
Things like that. And yes, we didn't remember what we found. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Gosh. I thought you thought scared. it was a bayonet, though. I thought I knew what it was. I guess. I don't know. Maybe it was a... <laughs> and I was like, yeah. You know. <laughs> Amelia says hi, Good too. Time. She's, you know, she's uh, yeah, sorry she yeah. couldn't make it. But her daughter yeah. just, uh, and her husband actually went through a kidney transplant. Oh, her yeah, husband donated his kidney to her daughter. Yeah, everybody's yeah. at home in recovery. But, you That's know, good. she's Good. a nursemaid and a mom and yeah. uh, you know a wife and just you know doing doing what she's got to do to get everybody healthy and then she'll yeah, be absolutely. back so absolutely so yeah. I'm, they're, they're in my prayers and stuff and i'm sure quite prayers of quite a few of your fans out there and oh oh yeah Bye. people are people say where's amelia <laughs> people have been offering to fill her seat i'm like i don't know you should be thinking about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be very yeah. hostile. Yeah. We call her bubbles. Once She's in a while, you know, maybe maybe Eggs. somebody help out once in a while, you know. Exactly. She and may be like small is. and cute and bubbly, but oh boy. Yeah, and let her pick who that is to fill her <laughs> Oh yeah, we're having a lot of fun. So what the heck have you been up to? My gosh. Absolutely nothing. I've done nothing. Oh I don't God. do anything. I sit home and I work from home. That is true. I do work from home now full time. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah, well, I don't think a lot of people know. I actually have COPD. Oh. So, so it's, it's causes me some issues and problems. So I've um, been mm -hmm. able to work it out with work. So I work from home, which is easy because right. I just work on the computer anyway. It's like, it's digital paperwork. That's what I do. Right. <laughs> so, digital paperwork. So Hold on. I've got to edit digital, this. That's how I call, that's <laughs> I call it. These things. So, so I can sit in front of my computer and I can work and do what I got to do. And it's all good. Right. So. Well, that's nice though. But no, other, I actually like really, really enjoy working from home, right? I have actually, and actually, it has benefited me with work too. I've been actually able to get a lot more done, do a lot more stuff, and and it's all right. worked out really well. So, but no, I actually have been busy. Uh, I've also I've still been teaching my courses uh, at like a couple local colleges since 2019. So right. we did skip 2020 because of the pandemic. But right. uh, you know, Barry Marks, I see Barry's out there. Yeah, that's one of my old followers too. So yeah, and is uh, one of the guys that heads the investigations on the USS Salem. Just so you know. Oh, um, that's nice. Out that's in Quincy, nice. Massachusetts. That's a great actually place to investigate if you if, if you've never been there. And you want to experience a lot of activity. The USS Salem, that the Navy ship, is is an excellent place to go. Oh, that Fairly. would be! I would love to do it. I've I've seen figures on there. I've heard disembodied voices right next to me many times. Many, not just once, many times. Wow! You know, every time I go on there, there's there's experiences of all kinds. You know, wow. so uh, it's it's a really interesting place. Um, oh, actually, it imagine. is something I've been talking about holding one of my courses out there. So. Ooh, so tell us about your courses. Tell us about that. What does that involve? Yeah, what do you I, like do? I said, I've been teaching. <clears throat> I teach, uh, I started off with a Paranormal 101 course, which mm. I started in 2019 with that. I teach, teach, taught at a Hudson Valley Community College, which is my old alma mater, where I graduated from. So it's probably one right. of the reasons they let me have it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, you know, nobody ever did this at any of the colleges, local colleges. Right. So I'm like, I wonder how the uh, I reached out to them. I wasn't sure how they they go for it, and they actually were excited about it. So wow. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm expecting that. That's so, really um, cool, though, that that they would be so yeah. established and esteemed, and and actually take the chance and venture outside the box. You know what they, I mean? They did. They said, well, let's try it. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. Let's try it. And I actually do teach it um, 
my book, Paranormal Research, A Comprehensive Hi, Guide Jack. to Building a I'm Strong Michelle. Team. I wrote that Hi, back in 2019 or 2018, excuse me. Right. Um, it got published in 2018. So that's actually the book I used to teach with. And oh. actually I wrote it, believe it or not, I wrote it for that purpose, hoping someday I would be able to teach a course with it. Wow, now and, look at uh, you so go. Yeah, when Hudson Valley <laughs> let me do it, it's like, oh, hey, cool. So it's a basic, you know, basic introductory course. But we do an investigation during it. And uh, uh, actually, some of the people who are on here tonight have actually taken that course. Some of your your followers on there have been taking Very that nice. Course. That's so, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Maloney there just popped out. Bob's one of them. Bob's taking that course. Yeah. And so... So for 2019, 2021, and then uh, uh, this past year, 2022, I have taught that course, the 101 course. And now this year, 2023, I finally finished working on what we're calling an advanced course, um, which will take it into a little bit more of the next level, not just talking about the basics of equipment and, and how to talk to spirits and stuff like that, but getting into more of the metaphysical stuff of protection and uh, more oh. detailed so i mean going, i cover a little of that deep, basically yeah i mean i cover right. a little bit of that in the 101 course but right. now we're really getting into it we're in class we're actually going to practice some of these techniques right. and work on them as well as divining rods and how to use them and properly use them and and what they are used for even to this day and things like that so we're going to cover a lot more stuff wow. uh, a lot more details in in more high-end equipment, stuff like that, uh, thermal mm-hmm. imagers and all that good stuff, SLS cameras, all that stuff. So we're going to cover a lot more stuff. It's going to be a little bit longer course instead of uh, five five weeks. It's actually one day a week for five weeks mm-hmm. as a one-on-one course. This will right. be eight weeks, one day a week, with two investigations rather than just one. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, and we're going to doing those at a couple of uh, local uh, historical places. Um, uh you know, not everybody will know about these, but you can look them up. Shaker, uh, uh, the Shaker Heritage Society, which is where the Shakers uh, originally right. lived cool. and stuff. Okay. Yes. That's one yes. of the sites which we actually were able to investigate just uh, back in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went back and just checked it out and investigated and a lot of activity there. And then uh, one place that I never, never thought would let me do it. Uh, it's Proctor's Theater in Schenectady, very well-known theater. Uh, they do a lot of, you know, like off, like Broadway shows as well as off-Broadway shows, stuff like that. Here right. in Schenectady, New York, and it's been around for a long time. It's known to be haunted, uh, but they've never let anybody, as far as I know, in there. But wow. they're letting me. So well, look at you, they're, and they're, they're actually really excited. <laughs> yeah, and they're it's actually really excited about it, which shocked me. <laughs> it's like you're actually going to let me do this. It was like, I was like, like yeah, 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 okay, yeah. I, know. I, I, you know, never thought they'd let anybody in there, but they they're excited about doing it. And it could be well, because I I'm doing it, it with helps the college too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think because yeah. if the colleges are are using you to teach this, then. Yeah. You know, for some reason, look at it probably as being a bit more legitimate. Like, you know, it's yeah. the same yeah. thing you would do for just investigating, true. but it does. It's a different sort of stigma, right? Um, it is. It is. Cape Haunts, hello. So we're going to be doing those. Um, are your courses online? If so, what is the website? I don't know, Jack. Have you thought about doing online mm-hmm. courses as well? Yeah, I've thought about it, but um, I mean, I might put the 101 course online, but realistically, for me, that's one reason I didn't do it in 2020. I could have taught it online in 2020 through the college, but you have to have that investigation piece. 
to me, right. you have to have that. You have to do it in order yeah. to really learn. Right. I mean, I can do an online course. I'm not really excited about doing it that way. I'd rather have people in front of me. Right. We learn together. We do it. But I know there is a lot of people asking me that. And so I am thinking about and trying to figure out a way to do an online course. I am right. going to try to take it up to a couple other states, though, uh, where I can do it over a long weekend. Oh, um, that would be a little fun. bit and do it on a long weekend because I got to yeah. work still for a living, so I can't spend a month <laughs> in that another would state. Be you know? fun, though. <laughs> it's dragging a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're looking like, at that. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're looking at doing that. We're actually going to try that up in Massachusetts this year. So uh, it'll be during the summer. Um, but the online yeah. thing, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. A lot of people are bugging me about it. So it's like a summer class we'll for all, all the misbehaving who didn't like pass yeah, your yeah. Break. <laughs> Yeah, so this is yeah, summer school, absolutely. people. Everybody be like, oh, that's too bad. I know. Well, <laughs> the reason I got to do, if I go on a state to do it, the reason I got to do that is because in the spring and fall is when I'm doing them at the colleges here. Right. So yes. I can't I can't do everything. You know, I can't do everything. So, right. um, yeah, so you do it yeah, twice, yeah, so twice it, a, a term, I guess, or once, like twice a year. Yeah, so. Two terms. Right. Right. And to be able to take the advanced course, you have to have taken the one-on-one course. Right. Because um, there is stuff that leads into that. And, and of course. it's better if you do it that way. Um, yeah. So what I'm doing is like this spring, the one-on-one course is being offered at uh, Schenectady County Community College. Right. In Schenectady. And the, the, one, the advanced course will be offered at Hudson Valley because we just did the one-on-one course at Hudson Valley this past fall. Right. right. So now those people and, and other people who've taken it before can take the advanced course in the, in the spring. Right. Take the 101 course in the spring if you haven't taken uh, the course before. And then in the fall, we'll switch it around. Right. So the advanced course will be at SUNY Schenectady and the 101 course will be at Hudson Valley. So, right. you know, they can perpetuate themselves if, if people are interested. You know. Yeah, I think um, it's fantastic. And I love that yeah, these locations yeah. are getting involved I, as well. Yeah. And I do limit it to 16 people. So, right. you know, so I won't do big. more than that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want it to get too big and it gets kind of out of hand. And, you know, well, and, and it's, it gets it's hard to do investigations. There's only one Jack. <laughs> there's, there's only one me. Yes, this is right. true. Right. Um, but yes. you can only fit so many people into these locations to investigate, too. Right. So I'm sure you'd have a lot of volunteers them. offering to help you. I do actually have a couple of people who help me. Which is good. Yes, I was going to say it yeah, probably um, would be helpful. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, when she's available, Carly, you know, Carly. Carly yeah, of course. Yeah, she's, she's, glad to she hear she's still helping. lives in my house. Right. <laughs> we're, yeah, right. we're not together anymore. We're not dating anymore. But yeah. we're friends, and she's living in the house it's and stuff fantastic. like that. Fantastic. And, and yeah, it is. It's good. It, it works out really well. And so she still helps out with the course. Um, she's really gotten more. She's really gotten out of the paranormal stuff, and she's gotten more into her own. Thing, which is she is teaching surgical technology because wow. she is a surgical technician. That's, that's like from now, like now apples teaching. and oranges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, it, it's not apples and oranges, it's like apples to the apple tree. Yeah, right. She's, but I mean, she's, she's like, like the apple tree now, teaching to... the apples to do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I love it. So she's doing it. that. And actually, she teaches at a Hudson Valley. Very nice. Which is where That's I'm fantastic. teaching my course at nights, you know. I teach at All nights, this so. evolution going on and people yes, just moving things, out yeah. of, before we, we actually went live, we were actually talking about how so many of us um, have, have ventured out of film. Like I've been saying now for yeah. a while, I had to post it for a while that I've been 
on hiatus from filming. I've been consulting yep. on film and and I, I, I did a documentary. I, I worked on a documentary this summer, not paranormal. Oh, I know, right? But not paranormal. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm very, very um, selective, I guess. And it's not because I don't, I don't love my Our House Media family. I really do. Um, I, yep. I had a really great time doing it. But I think, you know, just sort of switched gears a little bit and yeah. and I'm a little bit tired. And you were saying that yeah. you were basically going through a little bit of the same thing. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I haven't been searching out to do any television. Right. Um, you know, nobody's reached out at the same time either. <laughs> so, I don't really care. Probably right. really, well, actually, there there was somebody reached out, and I'm like, I don't really have anything for your show. I'm sorry. So, yeah, we you know. yeah reached out as well. I'm like, I'm kind of on hiatus. Like, yeah. but I really I didn't have anything. It was hard. Really, I, even yeah. I was sort of like, well, unless we tweak this a bit, I don't know that I have anybody that would fall into it. You know, yeah. I, aside I, from I myself being a world yeah. traveler, yeah. having had paranormal experiences, <laughs> like. <laughs> You yeah. know, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I had the same thing. It's like, you know, they were looking for something specific, and I'm like, I haven't had any cases like that. I, you know, and yeah, and I really don't know of anybody who has, and I didn't really want to get into putting it out there again, and all yeah. that. So, so I'm like, sorry, I just really don't have anything for you. So, but they'd still reach still. out, our usual people still reach out to me once in a while, you know, yeah. Um, and yeah. but, uh, you know, it, it, it was to me it, as we talked about like, like yeah tv was never the reason i got into the paranormal same it wasn't yeah same. It, it was to help people as yeah. i know it was for you and yeah. to learn and and to answer questions some questions for yourself and things mm. like that so i still enjoy doing that i haven't had really many people reach out for cases but i still do enjoy doing that and i would do it right. in, in a second if somebody really did need some help um right. uh but i i've had some people reach out with just questions about their own experiences and things they're experiencing. I've mm -hmm. given them some advice and stuff like that. Right. But I've really focused more on this whole teaching aspect because I think, you know, I'm at the point, I just turned 60. Okay. So I'm at the point mm -hmm. now where how much longer am I really going to be doing investigations for? I don't, I don't. Well, what is no well, who's on it? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Maybe he can't run as quick, but I'm not as sharp as I don't know. I think as quick anymore. It'd be like a demon will be at me. I'm like, huh? Yeah, you can just <laughs> no, I'd, I'd still be. You shut that pie hole up, everybody. <laughs> be sassing right back. Yeah. yeah. But my, no, my point is, right. I start thinking about who's taking over next who's who's in the, what's the next generation and so what are you going to pass the torch to really is what you're learning? thinking yeah not even just pass the torch but i mean there is a list, still a lot of people really interested in investigating and stuff sure. like that and what i found through my classes is and these are people who are involved with other teams and stuff they're like nobody ever taught me this Nobody ever showed me. That. I didn't know this, this things yet. Even with like spiritual protection and stuff like that. It's like, we well, never. How like, much of it, Jack, do you think like television? Because people who haven't been, who haven't filmed one, have to know. Zero, zero. I know. Everybody watches it. Everything. That's how you do it. And it's not. Well, and that that's just it. There's, there is. 100% of people just because you see it doesn't like, oh, mean it's a thing, TV. right? Like, no. We have no creative control, right? right? And what you see isn't always no. the no. way it is. So a lot of people That's go right. in thinking that this is how you do it because this is what I've seen on television, whereas realistically, right. it's completely opposite. So you're 
basically it offering is, that not, knowledge. Not all of this it is how you really do it. Out. Well, no, not all of it, but there's yeah, a lot yeah, of it. Yeah. What people don't realize is when you're doing these people investigative forget. shows that you can be there for, you know, two days and you're getting the best out of two days in one hour. <laughs> so That's right. it's That's not right. as exciting I mean, as it seems, right? No, and TV is about entertainment. If the shows weren't exciting and they didn't make them exciting and entertaining, then nobody would watch them, right? If they right. if they showed what we actually do, right? Nobody would ever watch a paranormal. It's really ever. not exciting. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. I mean, it just you know, some places it's, it's really work. It's, it's delivers. You know, and talking to nothing and hearing nothing it's and having true. nothing experience. And I, I just had that actually. I just had that with the. Um, an investigation we did at a, um, uh, a library uh, out in uh, Massachusetts, and we pre-investigated it for an event they wanted us to do. Mm. And I'm like, well, I got to investigate it and see what the heck's going on. And mm. the night we were there to check it out, we really didn't experience much. But we went when we went back, had all kinds of activity, all kinds of activity. Yeah. It was crazy. It's like they they were waiting for us to come back. You know, I mean, we mm -hmm. did get some EVPs and stuff like that when we first investigated, but this is how it can happen. You know, you, you, you go one time, you make it almost nothing. When you you know back. what? I have to say, because living in a really haunted place, yeah. um, sometimes it acts up. Sometimes it doesn't. We've had shows come right. in here. People stay here. Sometimes they get the full gambit. Sometimes they don't. The last show that actually filmed here aside from interviewing me okay yeah, the last yeah, investigative right. show that was here there was coins dropping out of the ceiling yeah. onto the floor and we're just sitting there going i don't think we've ever seen that happen it's yeah. <laughs> like what was <laughs> that they, were they pennies dimes or nickels um i think they were dimes actually i, I, I gotta tell you something several investigations i did people just say pennies from heaven yeah. I think it's moved up to dimes because every investigation I've yeah. had Cost yeah, every <laughs> has been dimes. They yeah. found, we just found dimes like coming out of like, they, you hear something drop, you look down, it's a dime on the floor. It's like, what the right. hell is that? Yeah. But they were all dimes. Every single, it was four different cases I had. They were all yeah. dimes. It's That's, like, I guess they've upgraded pennies. To it's inflation. I know. It's inflation. But the, but the house has never done that before, you know. I'm like, throw me some like our two dollar coins, give me some toonies. But yeah, know, like, yeah, it had never done that. We find them laying around, but the camera crew caught them coming from the ceiling. It oh, was, we right. were just like, maybe oh, somebody in the camera crew needed some money. Maybe somebody in the camera crew needed some money and they knew that. I like, guess Here, so, some you know, they might have been a message. You know how sometimes you, you investigate and you go in with your team and sometimes yeah. the spirit will give to that one person that may be in need in some form or yeah. another, yeah, right. um, you know, with yeah. interaction, maybe, yeah. you know, they relate to them more. Maybe it was something just like that. Yeah. That's what we yeah. were talking about. Dimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we did. And one of the cases that we had, the, the, the daughter was telling us her father always used to give her just dimes every once in a while, you know, right. and, and she's older. She's in her, her, her early thirties now, but she goes, well, anytime my dad would be joking around, he goes, Hey, some money. Here's a dime. Here's a dime. This is Here's a dime. dime. And hey, it, it turned out it was, that might've been a big thing. <laughs> yeah, so. No, this was like in the 1980s. I mean, you know, her father would just bust her, you know, yeah, right. I need the money, dad. Here's a dime. Here's a dime. Here's a dime. But she I would know. still find just random dimes all over the place. And that was, and it did turn out the father was one of the spirits that was haunting the location. So, Let's see. So out. it was, it, yeah, there was some kind of significance. It was a connection there. To still, that. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there was something else going on, which turned out that's why the father was there trying to protect the family and stuff right. like that. But, right. But, so it was very interesting. But yeah, it's, it, it can connect to an individual mm-hmm. just as, you know, and, and maybe it was somebody on the crew and they didn't realize it till after the fact. Right. You know? That, right. Like, God, didn't some connected with I, I love it because it's almost like sometimes it, it just gets catered to certain people, you yeah. know. Like, I mean, I've been in places where, let's face it, you're sitting there with the coffee, it's like, come on, anything, <laughs> you know. But, but I mean, yeah. they have to, right? But they have to get used to you as well. Or sometimes they just think, if I don't do anything, you'll go away and never come back. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They have, well, they're reasons. confused as to what you're doing. You know, they're like, well, well, why are these people here? So let, let's talk about that a little bit, you know, because yeah. you, again, I, I always like to, because we've both done so much television. I mean, I spent 20 years doing television. Right. People are like, well, how does this happen? Like this shouldn't happen. And really doesn't, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, yeah. but I think let's talk about EVPs for a moment. There's the right yeah. way to do it and the wrong way. You know, yes. like if you're just saying, well, is there anybody here? First off, it gives the spirit the edge. You're thinking, Hmm, can't see me <laughs> or yeah, yeah. what about if the spirit doesn't realize they've passed on so now they're yeah, looking around going what is there anybody here well, you don't see me what's wrong with you <laughs> yeah that's right, <laughs> that's right. A dead that's one. Right. i don't know like yeah. so why don't we walk us through that like you cover that in your yeah. in your courses as well we, we do we do actually we talk yeah. about uh, communicating with spirits and and that's one of the things we talk about this person may not know they're deceased or how do you approach so how do you approach when you go in and how, what I tell people how I first like to go in is, you know, <laughs> we'll start walking through the building. And while I'm walking through, I'll be saying, hi, my name's Jack. I'm here to talk to you tonight. You know, blah, 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 blah. This the people who are living here asked me to come in and asked us to come in and try to communicate with you. Let them know ahead of time what you're trying to do and what right. your, your purpose there is. And, mm-hmm. and you might either get more activity that way or they still might be confused but Mm. you might get some responses to the questions Mm -hmm. and and it's like you know if if you know if you're around you know we'd Mm -hmm. like to talk to you please you know communicate with us Mm -hmm. so because maybe they're in a different room so maybe they're not in the room with you maybe they'll come in if you approach it that way it's enticing and if you do have a name yeah. yeah, if you do have a name, if it's like a, a residential home, things like that, or even a historical site, you can use a name and say, is so-and-so here tonight? You know, can mm-hmm. you talk to us? Things like that. And you can, I do also talk about um, instigating, but the proper way to instigate, which okay. is you don't scream, you don't <laughs> no, yell, you Jack. don't curse at them, you don't do any of that. <laughs> but, but don't challenge way to, in other words. No, no, but there's right. a way to say, hey, you know, we were told this about you. And and sometimes you do get oh they were an awful person nobody liked them everybody hated them you say I this is what I heard is this true is this uh, you know right. you know they said you were a mean person nobody like you actually used that at one location in in Massachusetts um, it was actually a college there it, it, it was an old mansion but it had been converted to a college mm-hmm. um, college bought the building and stuff like that but there is a haunting going on there and and one of the things was that this woman. Um, she was a mean person. No, or nobody liked her. And, and, you know, she was originally from New York and, and all the Boston people in Boston hated her. So I asked that question. I say, I, I, I literally, I heard this about you. Is, is this true that you're a mm-hmm. mean woman and nobody liked you? Me and the guy who were in there at the, in the, the library of the old man at the time, you hear this woman scream. 
<laughs> and I'm like, is, is that where did that come from? Is that one of my investigators out in the other room? So you want to help talk? Right. Like, no, none of us scream, no, no, us yell, no. And right. I was like, okay, listen back to the audio. It's a woman's voice saying they liked me. Oh, <laughs> so listen back. They, and she's very. They liked me. And when I looked it up about her, the college had the information on the family completely wrong. They weren't right. from New York. They were from Boston. Right. right. And actually, this woman, she was originally from um, up around Salem, Mass. But her her great, great, great grandfather mm -hmm. was a surgeon at the Battle of Bunker Hill. Oh, wow. She was a daughter. She was a daughter of the revolution. Wow. So she was very involved in the community. Everybody liked them. They, they really looked up to them. And so, you know, we gave them all that information in the end, once we looked up the names and stuff like that. Right. And um, so, yes, you can instigate by using some hearsay, things like right. that. Right. That's instigating. Yeah. But you're doing it in a way that they're going to correct you if you're wrong. Or right. they might just get upset about what you're saying and you might get something out of it. But you're yeah, not swearing at them. You're not screaming no, at no, them. No, you don't want to be disrespectful. No, for sure. No, you're just using history and you're trying to get the truth about that history. You know, is yeah. this true about you? I find some of the best recordings I've ever had were done just in conversing with other people in the room and not yes, even absolutely. asking questions. And when you play back the recordings, you got somebody's totally interacting in there. And it's like, who's this guy? And you realize, oh, you know, um, yeah, and, and, yeah. and, I find that Wayne makes a really good point here as well, because if you're dealing with, let's say, Victorian spirits or older, use proper speech and introduction, because they Correct. at first like, they're not going to know what some of this stuff is. They're going to look at the equipment. It right. might be frightening. Um, yep. I, the one mm. example I like to use, which you could probably relate to, Jack, being like you know yeah. working for Ministry of Defense and so on, and right. being on the the these military ships, is that I've had. One, I think it was, was it Linda that was telling that story, and Wayne also had this experience when they went to Fort Niagara. Well, this Wayne was at Fort Niagara, you know, right. um, but they had a camera that said cannon on it, and it was literally smacked out of like a big lens, right? It was smacked out of their hands when they were just trying to say, "We're going to shoot a picture. We're going to shoot you," and cannon. there goes yeah. this camera. So they don't understand. Yeah. Right, <laughs> and a completely different meaning to somebody in the military. Exactly, we're at a fort going. Well, Canada, they're talking about shooting. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Wrong way to talk about it. I, right, I think we're going to shoot. You're going to take don't... your photo. <laughs> exactly, but even then, like, let's go into back, back into like maybe some pre-Victorian times. Even yeah, there were some real big superstitions about taking photos of somebody sure. because, uh, you know, they believe that sometimes capturing your image would capture your, your spirit, yeah. you know, like I think yeah. we really have to go back a little bit. And as I'm sure, you know, when I used to do just tours, I would just say, think about where you are, think about the era of the location that you're in and put yourself there try to put yourself on that wavelength because right. we're coming in with, you know, you like yeah, you, with you equipment do. and blink flashing right. and doing things. And they're just like, <laughs> what yeah. is that? Now, there's another, there is another side to that. If they are intelligent and they've been around for a long time, you have a place where a lot of people come and go. They may have seen these things too. Right. They may not totally understand what they are, but they may have seen them and picked up on the lingo over 
the years mm -hmm. and generations. He right. had that happen on the US USS Constitution. Oh, with, uh, the spirit of a young boy. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. With the spirit of a young boy who right. seemed to interact in no language that he shouldn't have known from way back when in the 1700s when he died there. Right. You know, but they're like, the captain's like, well, how would they know that we're, you got to understand, these are intelligent. They've learned. They hear you people talking on this ship using the it's F true. word and all this stuff. Exactly. They picked up on it. They picked up. He's like, I never thought of that. Yeah, they're still intel. They're still learning. So well, they're still aware. They're still aware. That's you what know. they they had a hard kind time, I guess, coming to grips with. It's like it's not just a ghost. It's a it's the soul and the intelligence of an individual that's still learning. Right. So he's been learning what you've been saying after all, all over all these decades, you know. Right. And you think know? about how many so, people have investigated the ship that that he's interacted well, with. <laughs> really? <laughs> originally, oh, back one group. We were the very first to investigate that ship. And then the next wow. time it was investigated, it was by ghost hunters. Right. After they saw what we had captured. <laughs> So. Of course. Of course. <laughs> no, right? and that's okay. No, that's okay. There's nothing wrong. With that, it's okay. You know? It's okay. I just find sometimes, you know, some some locations are so overdone. I mean, let's face it, this yeah. side of the world, not that the pickings aren't slim, but they're a lot slimmer than what you're going to get on the older yeah. parts of the world. Well, you know. just, the USS Constitution was nice because it's it's an active naval ship. It's the oldest naval ship in the U.S. military. Right. It's still an active ship, which is why they don't just let people go on and investigate that ship. It's It's being right. used by the Navy. Right. Still, a lot of things, training and mm. and um, signings of, of uh, treaties and stuff like that. Which is believe it or not, people don't even realize that. But yes, it's it's so it's not like yeah yeah come on this weekend and go ahead and it's not a free for all no. people. Right? No. <laughs> yeah. no, no, the navy is not like that with their stuff. So right. there's only been two groups that ever investigated. It was Spirits of New England. Uh, we did it in 2010, and then um, uh, I think Ghost Hunters did it in 2012. Wow. And, uh, and they didn't get half the stuff we got. So, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, we didn't have a ton of camera crew following us around either. It's you know, true. So, no, it's you know. true. No, I, so, think, you know, I think sometimes up close is, and personal, right? A little better. Yeah. yeah. And, and back to the equipment stuff. This is why part of the thing I, 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 think I train people is it's important it when you're first going in. Like I said, you talk to the spirits, tell them why you're there, and describe what this stuff is you're, you're trying to communicate with them with. Right. Try to let them know this is what this is called, and this is what it does, and right. you can try to communicate with us by manipulating it this way. And Right. Because they may have never seen anything. So, yes, you want to let them know, hey, this is just a piece of machinery, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, that and, and the flashlight, for example, they may have called a torch. Yes. Like the lingo yeah. a little bit. Might, might. Well, definitely in England they call them torches, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think, well, even in the, the New World they did for, for a while. Still for a while, torch, they yeah. All, yeah, and there was other names for them too and stuff like that. Right, um, right. So, yes, you do try to use, we, we'll tell them it's a flashlight. It's, mm -hmm. Think of it, it's like using a, uh, a lantern. Mm-hmm. It lights yes. away mm -hmm. and things like that. So, you know, you, you, you describe things to them that they maybe understand better. So right. you do do that. I mean, and I find when you do that, you do get better activity because they're like, oh, oh, okay. So I can 
touch this and it's not going to hurt me or I shouldn't be afraid of it. Which is a very Maybe. cool thing when they touch things, isn't it? Like I've had equipment sort of vibrate and you could tell some things like got hold of it. And then when yeah. you play it, like the voice recorders are big ones because you're putting it out there yeah. going, hey, just feel free to talk in it. And you can, I've heard things going, like just touching it. And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. and to, to pick it's it up. I find floor. it's the coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's sitting on a floor. It's sitting on a table. Nobody's near it. So why does it sound like somebody's touching it? Yeah. 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 You're not holding it. You know, if you're holding it, it'd be another matter. But, you know. So, uh -huh. yeah, we teach people all that, too. It's like right. where to set up equipment, how to use it, how to properly use it. Which comes so to this question. I find I got less response and spirits with my camera crew versus doing hunting on my own. Do you have any tips? Should I get my cameraman or sound person to talk to them also? Yes. I would say ah, yes. I would also yeah. say he can, um, you know, with the cameraman and stuff like that, try to have them not to be so intrusive. Um, mm. Always moving around a lot and all that. Try to, mm. you know, record what they need to record, but with as little, um, that's the word I want. Um, interference as possible. Interference as possible. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, uh, I do know two investigators who now, they do a lot of filming and stuff too, but because they were investigators, the the guy knows not to be too intrusive as a cameraman when right. he's just doing it. So he knows to kind of stay back. He'll set up everything where he wants to. He'll mm -hmm. be holding his own camera, but he'll position himself where he doesn't have to move very much. Or right. he will ask a question too, you know? Right. And he, he also, when he walks through, tells him the spirits are what he's doing, what he's got, what this thing is that he's carrying and, and what it's for, mm -hmm. you know? So, so he'll again, do all that. explaining and, that you don't have to be frightened of this. This is right. Right. Thing. This is what we're here for. We're here to try to talk to you right. and document talking to you and, and, right. you know, things like that, yeah. you know, these are just uh, new ways of documenting things. You know? Tamara says, do you think introducing yourself and intention of visit with respectful approach works better? Yes. 100%. Even if you don't get much the first time, go back because the right. second time they're going to realize these people really were here to talk to me. And, and wow, I, 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 they I came missed back. the boat. I need, I need to communicate. Yeah, right. I, I missed the boat yeah. the first time. Now they came well, back. I think that's why people you know? repeat. I notice that a lot. Investigations yeah. become like they find they get more and more information. Yeah. Um, Natalie, hi, Natalie says, what is the biggest difference between TV ghost investigations and non-TV investigations? Ooh, Jack, take it away. That's lots. <laughs> Night. <laughs> go <day>. for broke. <laughs> yeah. Night. Okay. <laughs> um, go for broke. Do it. You got to remember, TV investigations, what you're seeing is the highlights of what they did probably over a week or two week period. Okay. Um, and ghost hunters actually will tell you that they spend a week, two weeks at a location, you know, mm -hmm. these days. And, and they'll tell you that they talk about, yeah, we're here for two weeks, you know, or we're here for a week, you know. So you're seeing just the highlights of what they captured during that period of time. Mm -hmm. OK. And, and the difference is you don't see all the work, the other work that goes into it. And yeah, they show you the setup and they show you some of the stuff. But and you get a touch of here's how they reviewed stuff, but it takes hours and hours and hours to review all this stuff for every, I would tell you for every hour of audio or video or whatever you collect, it's going to take you two hours to review it. Mm. People don't realize that, That's but you've got to go through it per little by little. Then when you right? find something, yeah. Cause when you do yeah. find something, now you've got to identify it there. You got to pull it out of that audio. There's mm -hmm. programs we use for that. And that's part mm -hmm. of what the advanced class 
is really mm -hmm. going to get into. You know, we use programs to pull these things out, to listen to them better. Um, the only thing I do these days with audio is boost the volume. I won't do anything else to it. Just boost the volume mm -hmm. to see if I can hear it better. A lot of times, you know, if you get a good class AVP, you don't have to do anything to it. You that's hear it. That's true. I mean, that's like you hearing what I'm saying right now. Yeah, because if it goes the other way, AVP. you could strip it down to where you're it's questionable after that. Yeah. Sometimes. That's why I, all I ever do is boost the volume. If yeah. I can't hear what it says from that. Move along. It. Right. Yeah. Move along, move along to the next thing, uh, but you're going to spend, you're going to spend time listening. It's like, Oh, was that an EVP or is that my investigator in the background? And after, See, after many years of doing it or after many hours of doing it, you, you mm. get the idea. Oh, that's my investigator. I like, you know. Whenever we investigated, I would always tell people that we all knew where the cameras were. We all knew where the recorders were. They were to yep. walk in, announce themselves, timestamp it. And when they left, they did the same thing. This would just help us with review. Because let's yeah. say you're at a place like, and you've got like 10 recorders rolling in different spots. Those are like, if let's say you got an hour each, that's 10 hours. There's a yeah. lot of work in it, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you got if yeah. you got ten recorders, I got ten hours, you know, double that time to review it. Exactly. You're gonna spend twenty hours reviewing it. it takes that's if you're really time. dedicated to what you're doing, which yeah. you should be, especially should. if you're trying to do it to help people. If you're doing it well, in a residential, if you're going case, to you the effort of doing it, stuff. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I better agree. review all that stuff. And even if you're doing it for research, you better review all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So people don't see that part of it, and they don't see the part where you're spending hours of nothing happening, mm -hmm. nothing. No, and you start true. to get joking around and stuff like that. And then sometimes you'll get, you get off snoring in the corner. Yeah. Snoring <laughs> in the corner. Oh my God. I've had that. You know, I know. I work with somebody who used to do that to pass out. Yeah. Just like, yeah. All right. It happens. It happens. <laughs> you know, you start joking um, around, but sometimes when you're joking around, all of a sudden you get an EVP. It's know? true. They, they that's what I'm saying. They're interactive, right? They like to join in. Believe it or not, there was one location, one location, we just, uh, we spent half the day playing uh, Cards for Humanity. Yes. I had more activity during that that three hours of playing Cards for Humanity. <laughs> we had K2 sitting around, they were going off, we were asking questions like, oh, do you want a card? We actually started giving cards to the spirit. Right, and they won a few times, and every time they win, you see the K two go off and like crazy and stuff. See, I and love some that. of the other devices, and some of the other devices. I love that. We That's did get, so we did get, and we got some disembodied voices happen during it too. It's like, like trigger objects. Did you hear what they said? You know. <laughs> I know so it was, it was cool. crazy. It was crazy. But that's so something some, totally different. I love that. And if you think about it from the time frame these people were from, which is like early nineteen hundreds, card games were big, big to sit around playing cards. That's right. So, well, there wasn't a lot to do, depending. That's right. right. Well, it was a big yeah. family thing to do, and that's what happened. You know, mm -hmm. they, they seem to sit down and join us playing cards. So different kind of card game, but you know. <laughs> but but it was a lot of conversation because you start laughing about the things and stuff like that. So it's a lot of conversation. No, Wes, I don't think strip poker would work, but you never know. So <laughs> yeah, you never know. Well, I, th I think that's a, that's a one sided thing. You don't get much exactly. out of it. Uh, Tamara <laughs> says, "What is the most unnerving place you have been?" Unnerving. unnerving, unnerving place. Yeah, unnerving. I think. Well, actually, probably the most unnerving was that one actual possession case I was involved with for a oh, year and a half. That that was kind be. of unnerving. That uh, would be yes, that uh, would especially be. when the thing comes out and you realize you're talking to this other thing rather than the person. And it's like, hmm, okay, yeah, okay, what's going to happen now? That's unnerving because you don't know what's going to happen. 
You know, it's unnerving because you've been infiltrated. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah really. I mean, you, you you play the you play the game, so to speak, and and you know, it, there's no real game to play because they know everything. I mean, they they they, do. they don't know what you're thinking, but they no, know they know what you're thinking. <laughs> they know. They do. Yeah, they I'm do. not so sure they, they actually can read your mind, but sure there's, can. there's debate about that. Telepathic. There's debate about that. Um, energy beings can. I think some maybe some maybe can and some maybe can't. I think it's mm -hmm. like there's a hierarchy there. So um, some have more powers than others do. Um, but it didn't seem to be able to read our mind. But it knew that we knew what was going on. Mm. And once it knew what we really knew what was going on, it was pissed. And I didn't know what was going to happen next. But I was even messing with it. Right. <laughs> so not a good thing to do, really. Well. <laughs> In that it, it didn't want to take um, this blessed metal that I wanted to give to the girl who was possessed. And, I, and it's sitting on the other side of a table. And I, I, I said, there's something I want you to have. And I slid it across the table. I said, here, take that. The minute I slid it across the table, it pushed back away. She pushed back away from the table. It was like fuming. Mm. Take it back. Take it back. I was like, no, no, no. no. I, I said, well, I'll tell you what. You throw it back to me and I'll, I'll take it back. And I'm like, oh, my God, that thing's going to lift off the table and come flying at my head or something. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. Right. But those, you don't know. Right. You don't right. know what's going to happen. So that's probably the most unnerving that would be investigation unnerving. or thing I was ever did, especially when you did. We did the actual exorcism. That was unnerving. That gets unnerving. Um, it gets a bit chaotic. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But if I would to leave that out, if I was to leave that out. Uh, right. The next thing was most unnerving was an investigation that I did uh, with some friends of mine out at uh, um, the Star of India, uh, right. out in uh, San Diego, California. And right. there was something, it wasn't demonic, I don't think it was demonic, but it was something definitely negative going on on that ship at one point. Right. These heavy boot steps were going on above us, mm -hmm. uh, and the deck above us, and there's nobody else on the ship but the three of us. And I was right. like, you're going out and you're looking, and that was unnerving. Because yep. it's like, who the hell is walking on the ship? There's nobody right. else here. You but go out, there's nobody on the be, ship. You'd be unnerved yeah. if, if somebody came bolting around the corner at you. You know, like, it puts you on edge. That's unnerving. Yeah, yeah. I Let mean, alone something like, you can't see, you know. I, I think that's it. I think it's the fact that you you hear these heavy boots that, like, pounding. Like, yeah. Really pissed off, you know. And you could sense that vibe to it. And yeah. you know there's nobody there. Matter of fact, you go out and you look up, and I'm using you the camera. Know. Get There's yeah, nothing yeah. up, and then you yeah. go back in, and you still hear it. It's like we were just having nobody up. It yeah. is unnerving. It is. It, like, is. it can be for sure. Next yeah. question, Jack. Did you ever have anything go horribly wrong on or after the investigation? Yeah, maybe yeah. with the freaking boot guy. <laughs> no, 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 that was fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Take her yes. away. <laughs> yes. Um, it was an investigation we did out in Massachusetts. At, um, it, was, uh, it, was, it was an old library. In any case, it, it wasn't related to the library exactly. Um, but on my way back home, we actually weren't supposed to go back home that night. We were supposed to stay overnight, but I had something I had to do. So I'm like, I'm going back home and I'll drive back the next day to, to come back to the second, the other second building. All right. So on my way home, I get in an accident. I hit something in the middle of the road, destroyed my car, my Dodge Charger, wiped the whole front end right out. That'll wait two weeks to have the car repaired, you know? So I'm like, ah, shit. Well, it turns out 
uh, I think the spirit was trying to communicate with me. We had made some some connection with some spirit in the library that was not connected to the library in any way. It turns out there had been an accident just less than a mile down the road where a guy was killed instantly in a car accident. Um, he was he had pulled into this area to have his uh, his boat checked out. He was pulling into this marina. The boat was so big they couldn't get it in. So the, him and the guy from the marina were looking at it alongside the road. Fortunately, he was on a blind curve. This girl came around the curve, 18-year-old girl, hit him, killed him instantly. Wow. He died. Wow. Right. So, and we had all this in this, these interaction of hurt, police, you know, pain, all this different stuff. And, and even a name. And when I went back, well, I'm waiting for my car to get fixed. I'm just going through all that evidence and stuff like that. I come across this accident. Every time we put these words in police, this one guy's name and this other information, this accident keeps coming up. Hmm. Again, it was less than a mile from the, the place about the guy That's being killed. Tough. The yeah. name we got was the name of the witness who actually saw it happen. Mm -hmm. It's like, what the hell? So the thing there was the spirit, I think, came home with me that night because I some things happened. I forgot to clear myself before I left. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, mistake. yeah. Yeah. It but happens. it was just it was really late. It was two in the morning. We're trying to get the right. place closed up. We were having problems. One of the doors wouldn't lock and, and finally got it all locked up. And I just jumped in my car and left to go home. So I hit this thing in the road. I had made this turn to go get my get off my ramp on the highway. And right in front of me is this big item sitting in the road that I hit. Oh, maybe just like the girl came around the corner, something in the road. Too late. No way. Nothing, nothing I could do. Couldn't have. Wow. Turns out it was the front end, the front end of part of a bumper off a semi truck. How big was it? Oh, six feet long and about three feet wide. What's that the size of? A person. <laughs> and that's what took out my car. Wow. So that's crazy. I think he was really trying to get my attention. When we went back, finally went back a couple weeks right. later, right. I did contact that individual. It was him. We actually made contact with him. We, he wanted us to contact his family. This is all the indications we were getting. Unfinished like, business sort of thing. Yeah, like we can't do that. It's been two years. It was two years earlier. And the guy was very religious. Uh, he was from an old, the old country. He'd come here, built his own business. He's actually a very rich and affluent guy. But um, it was two years since the accident. That's and very hard. The old, the old people would say, well, why the library? Because the library was an old church. Oh boy! And being very religious, he may have yes. heard us. And we don't know how it works, right? Maybe he, well, he might have remembered it from being. Or he might have, that was yeah. where he went after something happened to them because he went to the church, right? Church and right. tried to right. find out what what happened to him. Why why can't he get back? To yeah, family? he may have been. Who knows how spirits see? But we don't know. You know, do they see things in our time, past times? You know. Yeah, yeah. We do think we got him to move on. He at least he indicated he was going like. Right, Go. right. So, because I'm like, I'm not contacting your family. Not after two. Years, no, so. that that gets so sensitive. You know, current than, times and yeah, yeah and unlike times where the, the families are long gone, but yeah. much easier. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Adrian. Well, says, that was that. Yeah. Adrian says, "Have you ever run across sensations of an angelic presence or overwhelming love or compassionate feelings from spirit?" 
I could see this. I it's something happening. This goes back to the demonic case. Something happened during that demonic case right. where it wasn't afraid of me, but it was afraid of something standing behind me. Right. And and this thing was making indications towards um, one of the other kids in the family that it was going to go after and and kill them. Right. So I stepped in between them, and it stepped back all of a sudden. And as I walked towards it, it stepped back even further. I'm like, this thing's not afraid of me, so what the hell is it afraid of? And other people have said, you know, they, they see at times this tall, very tall figure standing behind me, like tall, but they call it dark figure. So I'm like, it doesn't feel dark to me. Unless maybe I got the devil standing behind me himself. I don't know. <laughs> right. Oh, but I do know. feel when yeah. I was first starting, you know, I, I'm psychic myself. And, and when I was mm -hmm. first getting impressions from people, I get the name Michael. Right. Okay. And then I get a, uh, what I used to get was I get the name Michael and I get this image of a big black motorcycle loaded with chrome. And somebody once told me, well, that's the new version of the Archangel Michael, the protector. Mm. He's a big biker guy these days, you know, that. Oh, uh, all right. That's new to me, people. but all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what somebody who does angelology, angel, whatever was telling me. It's like, no, that's the new, like the modern version of the Archangel Michael. He's a tough, you know, the biker guy. <laughs> Right, you know that that you know stands up for everybody. You know, they don't mess right. with them. You know, right. you know that right. can be one of the views. There's other more modern views of them too, but that's one of yeah. the more modern views. Well, I think yeah, it really depends on the individual. You know, but yeah. I, I yeah, love but I, it. Yeah. yeah, but I did always get that name, Michael. Anytime I'm giving somebody a reading, I get Michael, mm. and then then the information comes through. So is that who was, you know, protecting me or? You know, standing behind mm -hmm. me, well, that that thing would back off. Mm -hmm. It's not going to back off from us, right? Right. It's right. Not afraid of us. You need so an even bigger kahuna. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it afraid of? Well, afraid of the me. big guns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it wasn't afraid of me. You know that. It's like that's weird. What's going on there? You know. Yeah. You know, I'll take it. Though. Me too. I expected to just take the brunt of it. And then, right. And Jack down. Jack down. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I expected, but it backed away. So <laughs> that was odd. Um, Natalie says, I've only watched investigations on TV, and I wonder why it is that there are only a few investigators that seem to show respect and consideration for the spirit, like, for example, the show Kindred Spirits. Uh, could have something to do with, again, the theme of the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I knew Amy and Adam, and they're just, uh, mm. they're those type of people. That's the approach they take, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I know them. Um, I've seen fantastic just... people, though. You got to follow with what Jack and I are like freaking amazing. What are you kidding me? And we have a lot of respect for spirit, yeah, yeah. but you know, they, that's, you go with. Yeah. You know. I think it's in your personality of how you approach things. And and that's the way they approach things. That's, mm -hmm. that's their personalities of mm -hmm. not being intimidating and not being, um, you know, overly aggressive. They, they believe, you, you know, catch more flies with honey than, than vinegar. So that's you know. right. And that's yeah, a she, good approach, you know. Um, she continues and, that's on. That. and then there's others who are just all about the entertainment part of it and making money. And we know who it's creative people. control. You go with whatever it is. it is the producer tells you to do. They're paying the gig, and whatever unfortunately, you you're producing. You know, you like, could say everything right, and it, it could end up on the cutting room floor. 
But she goes on to say kindred spirits will address them as a person, try and speak their language, or try to speak in the time period they were from. Exactly what we were talking about, the EVPs, being aware of the environment and the time period and and things of that nature. So I I I, I'll I'll be honest. I mean, I know Jason Grant, and that's what they taught people. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. what they taught Amy and Adam. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, they really believe that, you know, that you treat them as people. We have to. They were people without bodies. People once too. They just don't. That's right. Because you know? mm-hmm. I know, because I learned from them myself. I went to their different classes and, and courses and stuff like that, and their, their events they had, and, and had a lot of good conversations with the two of them. So I know that's what they truly believe. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how they taught people themselves. And that's part of the reason why I teach what I teach, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. And I think when you are in the spotlight, you know, I was always told that when you are in the spotlight, you have to show due diligence. You have to be someone that other people can look up to, especially, you know, if they're, they want to follow suit. I'm sure this works the same with you. For me, I get a lot of people that seek me out to ask questions and I really think things through properly. I don't ever, ever want to be responsible for saying something careless. And then somebody goes out into the field, you know, and even on a social level, because there's a lot of, places where you can do public tours and public investigations. And mm-hmm. I would hate to think that I didn't prepare somebody enough. Right. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's again, why I teach my course. Yes. Courses. I mean, I want yes. people who are really interested in this to learn and to learn really the proper way to do it. If you want to increase your chances of even just getting activity or getting right. communication, you know, um, mm-hmm. cause some people just want to get into it to just, try to get answers for themselves. And there's still a certain way to do that if you want to get real answers, you know? Yes, um, yes. You got to take a certain approach. But, and that is why I teach. This is going to help, you know, my purpose is, this is going to help you investigate better and mm-hmm. get better maybe evidence, if that's what mm-hmm. you're looking for. Um, I also teach them that anything you have on those audio recorders and, and video and everything else is just data it's not evidence of anything. It's data nah, that you I have like to that. review and collect. Mm-hmm. And then it, it only becomes potential evidence once you've got a combination of things that lead to one potential answer, one potential thing. Mm-hmm. You had an experience, you caught an EVP at the same time, and maybe it got something on video or, you know, you caught uh, uh, something else on another recorder at the same right. time. You want that combination or something else on another piece of equipment. You want that combination of things mm-hmm. to bring the data together to say this is potential evidence of you know spirit communication or spirit activity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of the same approach, which is where my engineering stuff comes in, working in the engineering field for all these years as an engineering technician, doing testing and collecting data and looking at the data. <laughs> Uh, what is going on you know that's that's right approach it you know it's it's right it's it's data right uh kathy says does your course teach people how to clear themselves so entities can't follow them home yeah guarantee with that but yes we (laughs) cover a little bit of that in the 101 course we do talk about the importance of spiritual protection and uh and some things you can do to to do that especially relying on your own personal beliefs whatever your belief system is um, but we do talk about uh, different stones, things, crystals for protection, stuff like that, stuff to carry with you. But we're going to get into more detail in that in the advanced course. 
but yes, mm -hmm. that's definitely that's actually like day two, you know, and part part of day one and day two of mm -hmm. the, the course, you know, um, right. because it's important. I mean, it's a spiritual realm that we're talking about. So that's a, what I mean. What do people think a ghost is, right? I say, I say to people in the course, I ask them, what do you think a ghost is when we're talking about that spiritual protection? And somebody like, uh, you do you believe you have a soul? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the human soul mm. or other things that are not human. So you have to protect yourself from that. Just like you got to do things to protect yourself from people, right? Mm. You meet what somebody about for the first time. You don't know who they are or what they're about or anything mm. like that. So there's certain things you do to protect yourself. You know, mm -hmm. keep a distance, what about the theory of dimensional bleed through? That seems to be uh, a big one. Yeah, it's another possibility. I mean, it is another possibility or time bleed through. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, which I don't think is true in every single case. Sure. But I have seen some things where um, you seem to be talking to somebody who's in a different time. Yes. <laughs> You know, they yeah. they can't see you and you can't see them, but they're in their confusal. Where are you? Because I, I, I can hear you, but I can't see you. So oh. that could be something of like a, a I don't know what I call dimensional bleed through, but it's a time. Maybe it more has to do with time. Mm -hmm. If you've somehow crossed that time barrier from one mm -hmm. to the other, you know, why is that? How is that? I don't know. There's ten, millions of theories, you know, portals, mm -hmm. things like that. It just makes me you wonder know. if sometimes that we, we mistake things because sometimes with allegedly because with dimensional bleed through so to speak um people will say well that they can see the individual and say well they looked different like their clothes are too big or their eyes were different or their hair was different yeah. but you know with people who work heavily into the demonic realm you know with with demonic beings will say well that's usually someone like a mimic trying to to you know to to trick you in a way you know yeah. but there's yeah. always something different so it just seems that there's so many different theories but in the end of these theories you have a lot of very similar characteristics yeah yeah thank you sci-fi uh for alternate universes <laughs> i know all right <laughs> bam <laughs> hey i gotta say i, I gotta show you i gotta show you something if, if okay. i can find it real quick if i can find it real quick okay oh, yes. <laughs> Here it is. Did you see my whole sci-fi collection in my background here? Let me see. Here, I'll show you. Uh, okay, here you go. Here's Spirits of New England, and 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 here's me in the alternate universe, right? There. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Jack Kenna in the alternate universe of, of wherever. With, with all the gals, yes. With all the gals, yeah. This is this is Ellen over here. It doesn't even look like nothing like her. And, and I love it. Sharon and uh, <laughs> yeah, we all look a lot better in the alternate universe. That's yes, it. <laughs> um, when I I was having that when I was doing that when I wrote the story and then I was having the guy, um, um, you know, illustrated uh, Alex Cormack was a guy. Do you want to look like yourself? I said, God no, make me look like. <laughs> <laughs> Make me big and bad. Yeah. I don't want to look yeah, like yeah. myself in a comic book. I want to look like you know somebody better. You know, so, so superhero, wow. right? The hero, the paranormal hero, right? Yeah, no, I love like, it. Oh, okay, it's it awesome. looks similar, but not the same. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, that's me. I love it. Comic universe, anyway. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Natalie has another great question. What about the concept of people creating a spirit? Any insight onto how or why it happens? Yes. Is it like like a tulpa thing? 
Uh, uh, Tulpa, I don't. Uh, Tulpa, Slenderman, for example. Uh, oh, people, oh, yes, yes. Right, yeah, Slenderman yeah, yeah, was yeah. created um, through a website with people basically giving it characteristics, right. like a game, right? right. And it's giving like it the all these the characteristics. And, the, 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 well, they the did to the point the where board, there yeah. started being sightings of a Slenderman yeah. all yeah. over the world, but Slenderman was a thought process for millions of people who had a mindset to create this yeah being. i believe it yeah well yeah. it's it's no different than you're talking about it can happen in a home with uh, uh, a negative thought form or yeah. even a positive thought form sure you know things can be created some people can sometimes think they see something angelic mm -hmm. which was just a positive thought form created by the people within that that home because they're very positive people and very, and maybe mm -hmm. it's all of a sudden they have something negative going on in their, in their life. And this bright light figure comes to them because it's a positive thought form they created right. you know, with all their other positivity before that. And yeah. more happens with negative thought forms. Cause let's face it. Most of us are, you know, more negative people in humanity. So right. <laughs> it was true. Negative than positive. It's like throwing energy. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, like you know. or like, right. but but with thought, as yep. opposed to energy, perhaps. Yep. Or yeah. hmm. I'll say a quick hi to Carl too. <laughs> yeah, I got Carl. him coming in. Hey, um, Tamara says, "Have you ever gone to investigate, and it turned out to be something else from what you thought it was going to be?" Yeah, like a lot the of demons. Times. Well, actually, usually, <laughs> I, yeah. Well, yeah. This is one thing I tell people. I, I, I'm a believer, right? I am a believer. I don't believe in the skeptical believer stuff. I just don't believe in it. Um, mm -hmm. Either believe or you don't. Right? Right. I'm a believer. But when I go into a, a location or I go into a residential home or whatever, I reserve anything I'm going to – I reserve my thoughts and I reserve what I believe or anything until I've investigated there and right. see what's going on. you got to put that in the back. you got to for, not forget what you believe, but you got to put your beliefs in the background in order mm -hmm. to – really help people out. So you can't assume what they're telling you is true. Exactly. You listen to it. You you make sure it's documented of what they've told you is happening. Because um, what happens is you can't believe everything somebody tells you, especially in residential cases, um, because they've been experiencing something for so long. They now believe everything that happens is paranormal related. And it's not. You know, but they're so freaked out. Anything that happens, a glass fell off the table. Oh, it's a ghost, you know? Mm -hmm. No, it's probably not. <laughs> nice. But you find stacked glasses right. in the middle of the floor when you're investigating there. Yeah, okay, maybe something's going on, you know? Right, right. <laughs> you know? It could be. I've, yeah, it could be that. I've never seen that, but, you know, I mean. Yeah, it's, it's it could be. But the point is, you have to reserve any judgment you make until you've investigated it yourself. And don't have any preconceived notions of what's going on. Right, mm -hmm. uh, that can be hard to do, but don't it's like anything else, don't assume because what happens when you assume you make an mm -hmm. ass out of you and me? <laughs> That's right, out of you and me, yeah, right. So, you exactly. can't make any assumptions, you you can listen, right. you, you again, you collect the information, you collect data, you, mm -hmm. you go through that whole process. So, right. and then you can make your determinations based on that, but you know, yeah, right. it, hopefully, I answered that question. I don't know, right? Next. Ever have a spirit visit you the day of or before you investigate the location it resides at? Uh, yes, only only I've had that only during actual demonic related cases. 
I had a terrible nightmare about clowns tearing me apart. Ooh, clowns. <laughs> yeah, before one, before one investigation. I mean, that wasn't a possession case, but it was demonic related. Uh, mm -hmm. It was probably an oppression. Okay, it was more of an oppression uh, than, than anything else. But I've had things like that. I've had, I've had it where I, I, I tell you, you learn, you learn what's going to be demonic related um, by the experiences you have before, during, and and and, and before and during an investigation. Um, one of my telltales is all of a sudden my GPS will totally malfunction and tell me it's a different day, different time, mm. or try to reroute me to go back home. Make a U-turn, make a U-turn, make a U-turn. And I have to shut it off <laughs> and restart it. You know, it's like, that, I found that's an indicator of, okay, this is not going to be a normal, regular haunting. Something right. else is going on here. I'm not assuming it's demonic, but something else is going on here. Mm. Something probably a little bit more negative because it doesn't want me coming. <laughs> Right, so, right. You know, it doesn't want me there. I had this <laughs> terrible nightmare or things like that. Trying to you throw know. you off course at the yeah, GPS. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's not, and don't, just because I say that, don't assume if it happens to you, it's going to be a demonic case. You can't, you can't make that determination, mm. but you can say, okay, let's see where this goes. Right. You know, what, what happens with this next? Make a note of it. And, mm. and these aren't just dreams, these are things that seem real. Like you're awake, you know. So you got to realize it's not just a dream. It seems like this is really happening to you, mm -hmm. you know. So right. it's really messed up, <laughs> especially when you got clowns trying to attack you. You know, clowns of real, all things. It seems like... real. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you don't know how it's gonna come. You know, you just don't know. They look for things that scare you the most. Right. Uh, especially with demonic things. They look for things that well, scare you. Well, that the most. brings me to the next question. Okay, um, because I mean. One thing I've learned with filming is I can give five or six answers, logical answers to every question I'm asked. And the only one they're interested in is the big spooky demon one. Oh, I always course, say yeah. the whole world thinks I run around screaming demon. Me, I'm really the most logical person. I don't even, <laughs> I'm one of those, a psychokinesis, yeah. but nobody wants that freaking answer. Okay. No. But do you think it's a word that gets thrown around a little too much? Yeah. Way too much. Yeah. And, and remember it's about TV. TV is about entertainment. And what That's, do they always think about paranormal? It's always it's always negative. It has to be negative in order to be exciting. It's ratings, and, I know. And I ratings know. and and you yeah. know. And but I mean you can go by you can look at um like the Catholic Church will tell you that there are no human spirits on earth. Anything that you're dealing with is 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 demonic. The Christians, the Christians as well. It's yeah. a Christian view yeah. of it. I mean, I'm Roman Catholic, yeah. so I mean I know the, right. the view there. But I'm a recovering Catholic. Maybe, but quietly, <laughs> still Catholic. <laughs> I have my faith. I have my belief. I believe in Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. No, me too. But, <laughs> yeah. but there's a lot but of my, different my faiths that is, do. <laughs> when you, when you, yeah. when I talk to, when you talk to clergy mm. outside of that, they will tell you, or they'll say, "Well, yes, it's possible for a human spirit to be earthbound mm. for some reason." Um, you know, it's it's become a little bit more progressive over the years, but it's on. They will still tell you that's unusual for that to happen, um, uh, but it can happen. And mm -hmm. why it happens, they're not totally sure. Mm -hmm. um, but they're they can try to help these these earthbound human spirits, you know, to to move on to the next mm -hmm. thing. It's um, not unheard of for a spirit to lose their way. It happens, and Especially a lot of it. If you don't they, realize that they passed on, 
Yeah, or they they don't realize that, or sometimes they have, and they're afraid of whether well, they believed in heaven, hell, and anything else, but they're well, afraid sure. of that potential. I mean, judgment. Jack, think about it. Religion teaches you that you know, covet thy neighbor's wife, you're going to hell, and the spirit's yeah. like, I'll take my chances and stay here. <laughs> like, you know, that's my point. Like, You'll be judged. They're trying I, to avoid I, that I, judgment. I think the yeah. institution and religion itself. And literally instills the fear of God into people. Oh, we're, we're supposed like, to. Yeah, that good. was the point. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Ten commandments. Thou shalt not do these things. No, of exactly. It to, so to, to say to, yes, it's also to try to make people better people. Sure, like, but in the same respect, in doing that you know. and in teaching that, they yeah. really are effective to the point where they say, "Well, it's possible." Heck, yeah, it's possible. You did yeah. your job right. <laughs> These people literally don't want to move now. Yeah, so, right. you know, that done. was that was the religion of uh, <laughs> yeah. Abraham and yeah, yeah. and Moses. Sure. That's why when Christ came along, it became a little bit different. Right. It's like, well. No, you can be forgiven for these things, and there's there's a way, and there's, uh, you know, these are the rules still, yes, but you know, there's it's there's forgiveness for that if you're truly repentant, and you know, yeah, you know, even in the end, even at the end, if you're truly repentant for all that you've done, you can, you know, yeah, a loving God heaven. will always forgive. The loving it that's, became a loving God rather than a vengeful God. That's right. At, exactly. the, at the turning point with Christ, became a loving exactly. God rather than a, a, a vengeful God. Exactly. Prior um, to that, it was vengeful. Yes. <laughs> How Maybe he figured out. Well, that didn't really work too well. There's still no, all killing. Just a nicer approach. No. <laughs> let's, let's go to a different. Let's approach. see if the yeah. flock pays attention. Yeah, let's try um, something else. So, Cape Haunt says, "How to identify demonic hauntings versus ghosts?" Uh, it takes a long time. Don't let anybody kid you that. Oh, I can go in and uh, uh, they can figure this out within a day or, an, or a couple hours. It took a year and a half. <laughs> with that with that haunting that to figure out it was an actual possession case right it takes usually at least uh even in a, in the case of a, a, an oppression it can take several months to actually determine that's really what's going on oh god years Be with some people so years with some people um uh, oppressions i seem to, I, I don't know I, I, you can usually figure them out a little bit quicker yeah, but when yeah, you within come months on board, rather than years, you're the researcher, yeah. you're the versed one. People well, spend their yeah, entire have, lives I'm, living in an oppressed state and have no clue right. until someone so, like you comes yeah. along and says, uh, no, this is what it is. And like, oh, everything makes sense now. <laughs> and, and there's there's things you have to you do know. to figure that out. I mean, there's tests yeah. you run, uh, spiritual tests, things like yes. that. There's yeah, different yeah. things you have to do, conversations sure. you have to have. You have to talk to them about, you know, yep. well, what in your past you know, has maybe caused something. And they will tell you. They really mm -hmm. want your help. And you find, I found, because we have a 13-page form people have to fill out, okay, just mm -hmm. to give us some basic information. One of them is, you have any trauma in your life? If you had any mm -hmm. trauma in your life currently, past, whatever. A lot of people will tell you they had issues with family rape, mm -hmm. um, family deep drug trauma. abuse, deep mm -hmm. trauma. And one of the first questions I ask when I meet them is, have you talked to anybody about all this? Oh no, no! I, I just, I just kept it in. I, I, I don't tell anybody. I, I, I deal with it myself. No, you can't. You can't deal with it yourself. It this is why you're experiencing you. what you're experiencing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. you've just yeah. attracted by holding all that negativity in. No, right. it's why you have outbursts of anger every so often. Mm, <laughs> you, <right. know? laughs> you can know enough to say, "Look, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I can tell you, you need to go talk to one." Yeah, this, <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. And we do, we do encourage them to go get help and stuff like that. But I do right. believe that negativity draws in negativity. 
So these negative type entities or even spirits are drawn to that. Well, it's a law of attraction. You can they attract all that it. too. Sure. Yeah, and they'll encourage sure. that type of, uh, they can, in, you know, kind of attach to you mm-hmm. and encourage that type of, of activity within you to be yes. more negative, to let that negative, sure, feed on that negativity, let it out, go ahead, go just go off on this person for no good reason, you know, right. <laughs> just because, just because of all this anger you're holding in, you know, right. of something to happen to you, you know, so you've got to work with these people and you got to talk to them and it take months sometimes mm-hmm. and it takes can take months to convince them you need to go for help you need to talk to a professional mm-hmm. if you want to tell your family don't i don't care but you need to go tell talk somebody. to a professional about it yeah problem is funny thing is they'll tell you it's true i always say a paranormal researcher will often play the role of counselor like i've i've been in ear right. many times and I've right. always tried to direct to somebody professional. In fact, when I do some cases, I would require permission from a psychologist or a psychiatrist um, to be able to work with individuals. And I always get it as long as I don't encourage them to go off medication or because if the medication right. doesn't no, no, work. No, 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 you can't do it. No, no, you can't do anything like that. I, also but if do... the medication doesn't work, then they're like, maybe there's something else at play. And I've worked with psychiatrists and psychologists alike who have been very open about paranormal activity. So, you know, or oppressions and things like that, because it's such a fine line. So I agree with you. There's many times where, you know, you start out being that ear. And I think people sometimes, because we, they, when they come to you, it's basically because they, they feel confident that you're going to help them. So you're that rescuer, you know, there's someone that they feel safe with. And right. they feel that they can just pour out their heart to you when right. realistically you're thinking, oh, I can't advise you because I am just not no, certified to do that. Right. And, you know, it can it can be really heavy. Um, Kelly, hello, Kelly. Kelly's been on this show before. She's just delightful. Hey, Have Kelly. you ever had a marking on your body you could not explain? She was, for example, I had a handprint. And did you attribute this to spiritual, paranormal, extraterrestrial? I never have, but uh, I've been yeah, with investigators who have been scratched. Yeah, scratches show up on them. Have bruises show up on them. Um, I've never had any physical marks. I've actually was was I, I would say not possessed, but I was being influenced by something on a couple of investigations. Okay, I had to step yeah. out of the building, and I had a friend of mine who was with us that uh, had to do a blessing on me just because and mm. do a cleansing on me because it just yeah, I, I was about to punch somebody in the face and I had no reason why. You know, um, that's not you gotta recognize lovable Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got to recognize when these things are happening and right. there's tells to it before. Like mm. one thing I did notice is I was suddenly I'm trying to talk to people and I'm coughing and I'm kind of like, feel like I'm choking a little bit. And then all of a sudden that anger came through that coughing was an indicator and I did catch it and I'm like, Oh shit, I think something's going on. And then all of a sudden my friend was this other person I knew was talking about how they called out this this thing in the basement. And they were, you know, they were really standing up to it. And and I think that thing was trying to come through me to punch him right in the face because I was going to punch him right in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, why would I do that? And so you got to recognize why am I doing this? And I just like, I'm sorry, I got I got to go. I just mm-hmm. really walked out of the whole group, and it was actually an event I was holding. I had to walk mm-hmm. out of the whole group, walk out of the building. I said, "Something's I, I got to go." And my other friend followed me out. He goes, "You okay?" I said, "No, something just." Mm-hmm. So he did the blessing. You know, and he did a cleansing on me. Yeah, you have to you recognize. You yeah, have exactly. To recognize. Well, something um, like I, when you're I, new to it, you don't always. 
that's mm-hmm. the problem. You can't that's, always recognize when you're new to it. That's sadly very true, and it's something they don't teach you on television. But Which I, I is mean, why Kelly, I'm teaching it. I've known people who it's happened to, Kelly, um, and I think you had, there's a lot of other things to factor in. Like I've woken up with bruises, and I know there's nothing here. Being a medium, I know there's nothing here. However, I do have extraterrestrial experiences, so I attribute them to that. But yeah. I think it's like what Jack was saying earlier, even about when something, I mean, it's paranormal, is actual evidence, you know. But yeah. when you have a series of events or a series of compilations that all complement one another and and, right. and works together, then you can say, you know what? Yes, people have been scratched in this environment. Yeah. For example, yeah. people have had... Um, aggressive experiences, um, and you capture that in different ways, different well, formats. That's, that's where that's, that's I where think what you can attribute becomes, it to. Yeah, that's where the data becomes evidence of something paranormal in nature. Right. Because you've got these multiple Mantis. things happening at the same time. It adds up. That becomes that data now becomes evidence of something. Okay. Yes, because everything works together, and I think that it, I right. mean no, I mean you know I've had some like class A EVPs that have been mind blowing you know, and nothing else to go with it. But I think if, if it's questionable, it won't be questionable right. to the same degree. Because I'm one of those people, I mean, unless that, that spirit walks up to me and goes, hey, I'm here, <laughs> and I can poke him, it's be like, okay. <laughs> you know, if I can poke yeah. you with a stick, that means you're okay. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so, you know, I have to do a very quick station and sponsor ID. So for all of you who are tuning in, should have been tuned in an hour and a half ago, but <laughs> we'll let it go. <laughs> but you are tuning into the Outer Realm, and our very special guest is Mr. Jack Kenna, which maybe some of you do not know that Jack and I together started the Outer Realm. Bam, bam, bam. And then Jack came okay. to some revelation one day and goes, Michelle, I make a much better guest than they do a host. I'm like, what? <laughs> so pretty hands. much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah pretty much so it. he's been on the show before. You guys can go and seek out his archive. But here we're glad to have him again, going back to our roots a little bit. So again, Outer Realm Broadcasting Live in United Public Radio Network, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful city of New Orleans. Fully sponsored by Folgers Coffee, whom we love. Uh, Justin Snicker, a.k.a. Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, uh, who is an award-winning composer. And um, he is the voice and the music that you hear behind the Outer Realm. And Steve McGinnis, he's basically the artistic mind behind a lot of our artwork here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we appreciate you all so very much. And yes, Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> so, and actually, I'm going to play something very cool because I know like mm-hmm. Renee was uh, in our, uh, was in the chat room. And I encourage people, give me Folgers commercials because they'll sit here in front of millions of people and hit over 200 archive sites. So if you're trying to promote yourself like this, this will work. So this is Renee Dyke. Hi, Renee Dots here. Uh, I'm with Paranormal Adventure Events. Also, my team is Tennessee Night Stalker Paranormal Intrigue. And as people know, when you go on ghost hunts, you've got to have the go juice. And what's scarier than the mug that I have right here is not having this right here. 
I even carry my own K-cup coffee maker with me, a little mini, when I go on, uh, on ghost hunts around other states. Yeah, that's how dedicated I am to folders. Thank you. There we go. See how easy Yay. that was? I have played Renee this is a really times. good friend of mine. She's a doll. And she sent that in. I love it because I love her accent. And it's it's gone everywhere. So we have a few of them that we play. So again, guys, you want to promote yourself, promote your team, promote your company. As long as there is a commercial, 30 seconds or so with a Folgers in it. <laughs> or something <laughs> along these lines, then you are good to go. So here we go. I thought so as well, Tamara. <laughs> so we are back. So yes. Um, okay. Yeah, so Renee is a really good friend of mine. Actually, I stayed at her house before. She, she oh, me she's a she's a sweetie. She is she such is a sweetie. So awesome. She's awesome. She's what we call good people. <laughs> she is. Actually, yes, her, her, and uh, and John, or yeah, her husband is a great people. They are good people. Yep, yep, right, uh, awesome people. I know, yep. I love it. There's one thing about the field is that you have so many great people in it, and then you have others. It's just it can be a little bit like any industry. It can be very misleading and cutthroat, and it's sort of sad yeah, like me, because right? yeah, especially you, you misleading. <laughs> Misleading and cutthroat. That's me. I know. <laughs> no, I, I I love how um how people can band together. You know, I often hear this term paranormal unity, mm -hmm. and I I think with some people it really does apply, and other people not so much. And and it's it's kind of sad, but yeah. I see a little bit more of it coming forward, and I love it. I always said, like when you and I started out around on average, yeah. you know, it was about information working together. And it's something that 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 the format has remained. And it's been a platform awesome. for people to come forward and say, yeah, hey, you know. Um, and I think that's something that I don't know. I'd like to see that continue to grow. Do you notice that, um, you know, out in with your classes and your courses? Do you see more of that unified feeling well, energy. I mean, that's, that's another part of the reason I teach these courses. I'm bringing people together who don't know each other, and right, you know, they're they're like, wow, okay, there are other people who are interested yeah. in this, and and part of what I do is if I have like 15, 16 people, I break them up into two different teams, Ooh, and they have question. to work as a team. You know, nice. they each have to work as a team. And in doing that, they also get to know all of each other. Right. So they become actually good friends and they now create their own teams. Right. Because you know? they know they, they've now know people they can go out and investigate with who have like interests and have learned the same type of things mm -hmm. uh, of, of how to approach things and, and how to share ideas and right. think outside the box so to speak or get rid right. of the box altogether right. you know but be um be considerate of each other's ideas and thoughts and and theories you know and 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 that's the purpose that was that was the purpose of i mean what you do it's the purpose of what i i did with uh, paranormal q a when carly and i were doing that. yeah yeah and um um was to get people to share thoughts ideas and 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 what i liked was when i did paranormal q a um, there was finally one time where all these people had 
met each other online and everything else. But we held an event at the USS Salem, and they all came to it. Almost oh, all of them came to it. I love so that. They all got to meet each other <clears throat> and yeah. became friends, you know, and, mm. and they were sharing their thoughts and ideas before that anyway. One right. thing I liked about when I was doing that show for, for quite a while there was I'd watch what was going on. We'd be talking, Carly and I'd be talking about something. They're all talking amongst each other. They weren't even listening to us sometimes at all. They're just arguing, fighting each other. No, they oh, were actually talking, having good conversations talking. about. Right. Yeah, they were like, well, you know, this could be what's going on with somebody would come in with a, a haunting issue. And right. They'd be, they'd all saying, well, you know, this this is what happened to me, and this is what I experienced, and they'd be, this is what I wanted to have happen. They all right. started talking amongst each other to mm -hmm. resolve issues and and give each other thoughts and ideas about things, and they mm -hmm. were still listening to us, but. They were helping each other, right? Not just looking to me and Carly for answers, but they were helping each other right. and learning from each other, which is what I really wanted to see happen, right? And it, and it did, and it did. They're all still bugging me to bring that back, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not kind of, I, I, I probably am going to bring something like that back. I'm still. I was supposed to start it back in September. I still felt a little burnout, so and I was really focusing more on the advanced course and getting that started and doing all that stuff. So well, I, bring I just happen to know somebody that can, you know, can probably get you a spot on a network that can put your show to like hundreds of archive sites. No, no. You There's a still, reason I I, I offer still that. goes. You offered still me goes, that before. It still goes to Facebook. Yeah, it still goes to all these. Only yeah, no, goes no, to the, all the reason I never. Places. The reason I never did that. Yes. Was because the way I am, the way things are, and like I said, it's I make a better guess than I do always. Yeah. Because I didn't want that that mandatory tie-in right. to have to do it every single week. If for right. some reason I didn't feel like it or I didn't feel good or something else, and especially by COPD, some days I don't know if I'm going to have yeah. Right. I, so right. I never wanted to get tied into something like that. Which you can't blame a friend know. for wanting to help another friend. No, absolutely not. No, and I do out. appreciate it. <laughs> I greatly appreciate it. But <laughs> yeah. my thing about it is, you know, right. given my current situation and with family, I've got a grandson now and I like to oh, just take off so sometimes nice. and go Me down too. and visit them in Virginia. <laughs> They're, they live in Virginia, so I go down and visit. I, I, I just don't want to get really tied in on a regular thing to, yeah. to something. I, I just don't. That's just, yeah. I mean, that I'm tying be... myself in to investigate for the paranormal training stuff. That's right. enough. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But I know I greatly appreciate it, and, and you're not the only ones to offer. Ted Manson is another friend of mine that offered, and I'm like, no, nah. yeah, you know. And, and I always let people know I really do appreciate it, and I know it, it comes from the heart, and I know always that, like help me get stuff out there. Always, but, well, but you, you can always still find my stuff on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, my my go. ones I have done are still on Spotify. Um, yeah. and people can check it out there. I mean, that's the archive stuff, uh, right? Um, you know, and there's places you can find you can find it. YouTube. Every all my stuff is on our YouTube for another Q and A channel, so Check you can out. see. All, uh, well, the they things. can access that through your website, which is scrolling along the yeah. bottom here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. Everything is accessed through there if they need to find it, and they know okay. um, they can find all that stuff there. So, but yeah, so it's all still out there, you know, and, and mm -hmm. they were good shows, and they were fun to do. But it's always fun. I love it. This also happens with great. me. I do something for a period of time and then I'm like, eh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break. And yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice to, to connect with the masses you know. and answer some questions and interact. We definitely have to. 
I mean, you definitely well, have. Every now and then. You can come on yeah. here anytime you like, Jack, and do oh, this anytime that. you like. Uh, Nana says, do either of you know any atheists who are investigators? Hmm. Actually, yes, I do. Yeah, I knew one as well. She's yeah. darn yeah. good, too. Yeah, and doesn't use any spiritual protection. And did finally have a problem. <laughs> Didn't for years, <laughs> but he finally had a problem. Yeah, mm. and I like that. But you a lot of it has to do with time. mindset. How do you think that, um, how did the problem occur? You can go years without an issue because you just don't go there. And then right. all of a sudden, how did you get that rectified? Did you rectify that? No, 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 no. I, oh, I wasn't even know. there when it happened. I wasn't even there when it happened. Somebody else, uh, uh, he, he, they were doing an event and, and he had something kind of attached to him and, and his friends noticed that. He didn't even notice Ooh. it. Uh, and so it wasn't anything really negative. It was, they felt like a spirit of this woman that was kind of connected with him and kind of tried to attach to him and because he was being very uh, open here. and stuff and, right. and, <laughs> yeah. and being very, right. you know, um, right. understanding of what maybe happened to that spirit. So uh, his friend there cleared him and the same thing, pulled him out of the building. Like I had a, my friend followed me out and cleared me. They did that and it was fine. It wasn't anything negative or anything. It was just the spirit took a liking to him and attached right. to him and was trying to communicate through him and and right just what happened so he yeah. he he didn't even remember part of it mm. which tells you he was uh, possessed for a short period of time yes um, yes and because he, he didn't remember he remembers having certain feelings but he can't remember mm. exactly what happened and he said i all the years i've been doing it never had that happen to him i said well spiritual realm it's risky first, first time you got everything. lucky you got lucky until that point yeah, first time you know, for everything, right? It is. So, you never know when it's going to happen, you know. No. Even, even with the mindset of, you know, you're a strong individual, you know, nothing can you know, really touch or bother you, stuff like that. You make a connection like that. Mm, absolutely. That's all it takes. That's all it uh, takes. Adrian says, during investigations, statistically speaking, do you find more male or female spirits stuck on this plane? I don't know. Answer cautiously, Jack. 50-50. Uh, <laughs> get yourself in trouble. 50-50. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I mean, you know, how many investigations have I done? I mean, can I? Am I absolutely certain one was female or one was male? Right. In a couple and, cases, yes. In a few cases, yes. Sometimes it'd be hard um, to tell by EVP with a whisper, for example. Right. It's not always. Yeah, unless you get like what happened at the the Boston College, where we it was a female voice and she said her name. Mm -hmm. um, actually, her name came through one of the devices and I said, oh, blah, blah, blah. Is that your name? And an EVP, if you may have always saying yes. Right. <laughs> that was captured immediately <laughs> after right. that question. Um, right. It'll happen within seconds, right? So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a female spirit, you know. Right, um, right. But I, I don't know. I, I'd say it's... It's a mix, right? I mean, it's a mix, yeah. It's a mix. Yeah. You know? I, I, mean, I wouldn't say 50-50, but I mean, you know, Could how many be, friends yeah, do you yeah. know that are male and how many friends do you have that are male and how many friends do you have that are female? Huh? Is it 50-50 right. mix? Is it 30-40? Right. Is it you know works out pretty know. much the same, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you just it just depends on what you run into. Yeah. Cross, does anybody have extraterrestrial experiences that you can share? I've seen UFOs. Up in Hudson Valley, up, no up, kidding. You know, no, actually, never <laughs> here. A magnet. No, all my my experiences took place in the boonies of Quebec, Canada, up where we used to have our fishing camp. 
Right. Um, we don't own it anymore, but it was a way you had to fly in to get to it. You had to fly in by float plane to get to it. And we were sitting out uh, on the dock one night, just fishing. It was late. And we used to watch the Aurora Borealis and stuff because you could see it pretty good up there. And um, these three different things come shooting out of the sky towards a electrical storm that was up north. I mean, these things just poof, poof, immediately stopped right around the storm, then started gyrating around it. And oh. just points of, you can see them as points of light, right? But they're gyrating around it, and they were there. We're sitting there for just, I don't know, an hour watching these things. And all of a sudden, poof, 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 straight up into the sky. Right. What I think, I, I do believe in UFOs. I do believe those were UFOs. Right. I'm not saying they're aliens, but I mean they're unidentified flying objects. There's nothing. I mean, I work in the Department of the Army and stuff like that, and there's <laughs> yeah. nothing I know of that we have that can move that fast and go straight up into the sky like that. Right. Um, but I right. think they were gathering energy off the electrical storm, and then I can totally out. believe that. Yeah, they talk. Yeah. They there's documentation about things like that. That would yeah. make yeah, very strange, very strange stuff. So that's my experience with. With flying, so my mother though, and my sisters, when they were, they were little, I wasn't even born yet. I was actually in the oven. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was in the but, oven. Um, <laughs> out above our garage. Now I am in Hudson Valley. I live in Rensselaer, right. New York, and it's only a few miles from the the Hudson River. Um, above our garage, my sisters came running. Mom, mom, we see. It was like during the Apollo, one of the first Apollo oh. mission, whatever. Right. And they're like, yeah, there's the Apollo ship above our garage. And my mother goes out as a flying saucer hovering up, up, above. I, I think really not so much the garage, but the empty field that was by our next to our house between our some neighbor's house. And she's like, that's not about getting the house. And they all just ran in the house and then it just right. took off after that. So right. my mother had that experience. Yeah. Right. It was actual. Right. And it was. It's usually generational, right? Jack, just so you know, and I'll leave it right there. I have experienced nothing. <laughs> I have experienced nothing. Sure. regards to that. I've experienced sure. some of these demonic things. Are generational. Aliens, it's generational. Yeah. Tamara yeah. said you believe in cryptids, just as we slowly start counting down yeah. to the top of the hour. Do you believe in yep. cryptids? Yep, I've seen it. I've seen a Bigfoot. Well, there you go. whatever you want to call it. I've actually seen one. And how was that experience? Yeah. Were you in the Hudson Valley? <laughs> Yeah, actually, yeah. everything. Yes, I was. Yeah, it was not far <laughs> from my house. I was. Uh, I went out. It was early spring. Is the start of uh, uh, trout season here, so it was April, and uh, it was during the week. So I took a day off during the week to go do some trout fishing when I knew nobody would be around and be quiet, and it was. So I went up to this usual spot in the Kinderhook Creek, and I went to walk down to the to the creek where I usually fished. And as I get down there, I see this thing crouched on the other side of the creek, which is probably like, you're probably talking 30, 40 yards and maybe another 30 yards down. So maybe 50 yards from me. Right. Um, it crouched down drinking water, like slurping it. Right. So I thought it was brown. It was all brown. It's like, is that a bear? So we usually don't have brown phase black bears because I'm, I'm a sportsman as well, outdoorsman around here. And then it stood up on two legs and looked at me. And I'm like, all right, that's human. Trout? Shape. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to get trout. I don't know. But he, it stood up on two legs, looked at me for a few seconds, and then turned and walked like a human off into the woods next to the 
Excellent. Wow. Now, I never told anybody about that. I stayed and fished for another like 30 minutes or so, and they felt like this something was watching me. So I was just like, eh, I think I'd better just leave. It was that kind of reaction. It's like, what did I really see? When you see these things, it's like, what did I, what did I really just see? I don't know what I just saw. Right? Right. You, you right. don't think of it as, oh, that's a Bigfoot. That's a, you know, I didn't think of it that way. I'm like, what did I just, so I'm sitting there fishing thinking, what did I just experience? What was that? And I'm like, I feel it's like it's pretty surreal. Isn't I better it? leave. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, so I never told anybody about it. Not my mother, not nobody. Usually I would tell my mother all kinds of things. I'm like, I'm just going to talk about that. Yeah, we're so leave many that years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So many years later, this is like maybe five years ago, I met Steve Calls, the Squatch right. Detective, uh, at an event. And I never knew Steve, and he's a local guy and he's a friend of mine and stuff now. But I got talking to him about it. He goes, he goes, when was this? And I said, yeah, this is like early 90s time frame, 90, 89, 90, mm. somewhere in there. And he goes, um, what did it look like? And I, I told him, he goes, you saw the Kinderhook creature. I'm like, what? I never heard about it. I never really followed cryptids, right? I never really Name followed too, it. Name too, yeah. He goes, you yeah. saw the Kinderhook creature. He goes, back in 19, about 1990 or 91, I guess. There was wow. many reports of this this specific creature. He goes, how tall was this? Maybe about six foot. It wasn't like an eight foot tall. Maybe, Maybe it was a juvenile or female. Yeah. Well, they said this is how it was reported as, wow. as being about six foot tall, brown oh. in color, okay. uh, in that air, exact area where I spotted it. And a mm -hmm. matter of fact, it would often visit this one woman's farm, this older woman's farm, and she'd see it all the time. Right. It'd eat the apples off of her trees and stuff like that. It's kind of boonies area. It's not... Yeah, you know, yeah, well populated right. area or anything. It's farmland. So uh, he goes, go. Yeah, that's what you saw, the Kinderhook creature. I'm like, No, I didn't. I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, it was just in the news lately, according to Barry. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like, No, you saw that. I know what you, you described it to a T. Everybody else saw it too. He goes, There was multiple reports of it at that yes, time. Yes, he doesn't seem to be too shy then if there's, you know. No, people it wasn't. Having... It, it, it would stay unseen for the most part, but people would see it, you know, and yeah. uh, from time to time. And there was quite a few, I guess, I don't know, maybe 20 reports of it, um, mm. different people seeing it at the time. So I'm like, wow, okay, I guess I did see one. Then if Steve says I saw it, I guess I really saw it. So wow. uh, so that was interesting. So, yeah, I, I do believe in cryptids. I, 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 that's the only one I ever saw. It's the only time I ever saw one. Mm -hmm. uh, I do believe in them. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, out kind there. Of hard not to. Well, we're, we're inching well, to the time. It's hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I guess so. Yeah. So not missing that baby. Um, so as we're, we're slowly winding down the show, tell everybody what you have coming up and how they can find you. All right. Well, you can find me online at uh, my website, jackkenna.org, which is streaming across the thing there. You can also find me on my Facebook page, uh, just look up Jack Kenna. I have my regular Facebook page, which is ends with JackNY45, or my other public page, uh, which you can find me if you just look up Jack Kenna. You'll see my face on there. Um, and you can follow me there. Uh, you can go on to our uh, um, YouTube channel of Paranormal Q&A with Jack Kenna and Carly Hall and see all the past shows we did there. There's some interesting stuff there. Um, and then uh, this coming spring, I'll be teaching the Paranormal 101 course at SUNY Schenectady and the Advanced Paranormal course at Hudson Valley Community College. You can find those online at those colleges, hvcc.edu or SUNY uh, SCCC 
.edu, and you can look them up there. They're under um, uh, community uh, training programs, stuff like that. Anyways, you can look them up on there and find them. And I do list, uh, I have listed those just recently on my Facebook page and stuff. So they'll be on my website as well. Oh, excellent. Excellent. People are just chiming out as we're slowly getting ready. Thank and if, you you, if you're looking for my books, uh, I do have my books out there, uh, Paranormal Research Book, which I teach with, uh, and um, uh, more of a fun read, Paranormal. Uh, it's Spirits of New England, Haunting Ghosts and Demons, and then my comic books out there. You can find all those on Amazon.com or uh, BarnesandNoble.com. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I love it. There we go. That's pretty much well, it. Yeah. Well, time to sign us off then. So we've come to another, uh, the end of another fantastic segment. Thanks to everybody in the chat room. You guys just make it that much more fun. So thank you for tuning Absolutely. in. Big thank you to Jack Kenna for coming and hanging out. Been nice to catch up. Big yeah, thank you to Folgers. Oh, pleasure. Anytime. <laughs> Big thank you to Folgers. Big thank you to Dr. Snick, Justin Snicker. Big thank you to Steve McGinnis. You guys want to communicate with myself or Amelia, please, uh, two ways only, the outer realm contact at gmail.com, the outer realm contact at gmail.com, or go over to the outer realm page on Facebook, click the email button. Nice and easy. Uh, so wherever you guys are listening tonight, please just like, subscribe, follow, whatever the case may be. We appreciate you all for it. I'll be a harpy. Get me some Folgers commercials. Come on, come on, come on. A lot of fun. Just do them. Do them. If I drank yeah. Folgers, I would. I actually don't drink it. Though. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? That's it. We're not no. getting right out of the chat right now. <laughs> there you go. I would drink it, though. I would drink it. Actually, I, 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 Folgers is a, I, I like Folgers. Like on a banana. I just peel. don't drink it a lot. <laughs> I just don't. I don't, I don't drink coffee a lot anymore. Let's I know. It <laughs> it's okay, Jack. We'll let it go. Yeah. I like and the cup, though. I, I'd like to, I'll pick up a okay, couple. Do a couple do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now for the next week, guys. Okay, we have new blood next week. Wednesday night, we welcome for the first time Bill and Jackie uh, Kusolas. I hope I said that right. Kusulas, I love that. And they're going to be discussing their book, Bridging the Tragedy. And this goes back to the Mothman and Point Pleasant, all of that and things that came in after the fact, how it affected them. It's going to be a really great show. So please tune in for that. Thursday night uh, for the very first time is Richard D. Lewis, who is an ex-U.S. Air Force veteran who became a spiritual counselor. He's going to be discussing his book, The Paranormal Christian. Ma, right? Were we just talking about that a little bit tonight? <laughs> so, right? So, keep it in tune with all of that. Um, yeah, it's going to be two really great shows. So, I hope you can all tune in for that. So, everybody have a fantastic weekend, and we will see you all next week. Thanks for chiming in. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>